This is Ariel. Guys, put your hands together for Ariel. You can have a seat. How far away you want to sit from me? <laughs> this is my daughter, our firstborn. I have a picture in my office of uh, her and her brother. And um, where does time go? Holy smokes. Just have you ever hit, you know, that stage of life? You're like, wow, time just flies. Amen. Amen. So Ariel's been with City Church for um, the start of her, you know, and uh, she's, um, um, she has uh, served in a lot of roles here at this church. When uh, City Church started, we started 2016 on a Tuesday night at 6.15 at the Redstone Room. And uh, we had just an amazing service. It was the very first kickoff of the church. We had about 30 people that were signed up to help start City Church, and we went through training. And then uh, we, we started the service, and we had a worship director at that time. And she, was, um, she didn't play any instruments. She could just sing. And so uh, Ariel here picked up the keyboard and started playing keyboard. So our very first service was Ariel on the keyboard and Benji, who normally plays bass here. Um, he actually played guitar, both, both people not on their main instruments for the start of our church. And they did that for quite a while. And, uh, and then Jess decided to move on to the next thing in life. And so we asked Ariel, I mean, she is, you know, 15 years old. Do you want to be the worship director of a church? <laughs> and so uh, from 15 to 18, 19-ish, she was the uh, worship director of this church. She served in the role um, that Jacob serves in. We uh, were meeting down on 3rd Street, which is now uh, a bar and a barbershop. And before it was Central Perk Coffee Shop, which was super amazing. So when you came in the church, it was just this such a coffee shop feel, you know, brick wall, coffee, big coffee bar. And um, we were piecing together worship teams every single week. Um, I think there was a couple of weeks that it was like a kick drum with a foot and, you know, just doing whatever it takes. You have people, and then they stay for a little bit, and then you lose people, and, and then so you're just kind of picking up the pieces all the time. And So, I mean, her teenage years of being at West High School was being at West, being on show choir and all that, but also the worship director for a church plant. It's a lot of capacity for a teenager, right? Yes. So she's currently in the process of uh, moving to Nashville and um, to pursue, pursue more of a uh, country music genre town. Uh, currently, right now, she sings all over the Quad Cities, and um, if you've been out and about, I mean, she's singing six times a week, five times a week, you might have seen her, but so she's moving to Nashville in the next couple of weeks, and I just thought, you know, Number one, like just an honor 
the last seven and a half years of serving this church, Tuesday nights, Sunday mornings, Sunday mornings, and we were doing two Tuesday night services too. We were doing a six o'clock Tuesday night, and then we did a 7.30 Tuesday night service. Do you remember that time? Yeah. <laughs> like, let me out of here. <laughs> but just to honor, you know, her dedication and her heart for this church has been um, more than being my child, but more, her heart's really been for City Church this, this last seven and a half, eight years. And I thought it'd be really good for us to just sit down and talk about transition, because um, I don't think we're good at it. <laughs> I, I don't think that we're, we're good at inviting people into something that maybe God's put on our heart. Um, and I mean we, meaning like myself included. You know, just trusting the Lord in that process and maybe we get called into a new a job or a, a new career path or we're being called into a new city and um, you know, there is a lot of safety nets that the Lord has put in place in his word that we can actually use and go, I want to do this God's way. You know, I, I want to transition really well. I want to leave well. And um, I believe that Ariel, for the most part, has, has done that. <laughs> She's really done that. And so... Um, I'd just love to like have a little Q&A with her. Are you guys cool with that? Amen. All right, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you so much that you're the King of kings and you're the Lord of lords. And you know everything that um, is supposed to happen today. You know everything that uh, you want to happen in your church. And so, Lord, we just come underneath that. We just submit to that right now. Lord, would your words be our words? Would your thoughts be our thoughts? Would your heart be our heart? Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I gave you these questions ahead of time, so I'm sure you studied them. So what passages have you held on to in this process? Um, I would say, uh, well, I was going to read it because I didn't remember word for word. Um, do I love the Bible app? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Done>. <laughs> The Bible, the Bible app needs constant affirmation. <laughs> I love you. I love you. <laughs> I wanted to read Jesus' words. <laughs> you sure you still love me? Uh, this is when, this is Matthew 14, um, when the disciples are out on a boat and there's a storm. And... It's, uh, I'll start at verse 23. It says, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. 
Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? Um, that's just been a verse that's been on my mind probably the past couple years because it always, it always kind of bothered me. I was like, Peter had little faith? Like, how am I supposed to have, <laughs> how am I supposed to have faith? He went out on the water on, in a storm and walked on water with Jesus, even though it was for a second and then he sunk. But um, I feel like what God's saying to me in this season of life with that passage is, um, like, don't take your eyes off of me. I got you. Uh, just keep your eyes on me and any tiny amount of faith that you have put in me. So. Amen. Yeah. So what steps have you taken to make sure this is a good move for you in the season of life? Um, I would say, like, I've been visiting. I've only been there about six, seven times. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh yeah, I've just felt like God's been calling me there for a while, but going down there and praying like, God, if this is where I'm supposed to be, just make it clear. And I feel like every time that I've gone down there, it's been more and more secure in that decision. And I don't, I've lived in the Quad Cities my, my whole life pretty much, um, besides one year of my life. And uh, yeah, I didn't go out of, town for college or anything like that so it was like when God's calling me eight hours away and I go to my parents house about every day <laughs> like yeah it's definitely been a big decision so I'm like I want to be sure in this but um, I just feel like that's what God's calling me to do and I'm like if this is what you're calling me to do then pave the way and he's opened doors I have somewhere to live that's that's, That's about all, all I know so far. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any dreams or anything along those lines like that you feel the Lord used to kind of encourage you to step out on the water? Look at what you're talking about. Um, I've, I've had like uh, God's given me pictures of things. Um, like probably five years ago, I was praying for someone at a conference and I was like, I prayed for them about discipleship and the verse popped in my head that we say at the end of every service, therefore go and make disciples. And she was like, we're starting a discipleship program at our church or something like that. And then um, while I was praying for her, I was seeing like, for myself, like Nashville, the letters, like the, the lit up letters, those big ones with the lights on them. <laughs> but uh, God was behind them, and he's like, I'm not, I, now looking back, I think he was saying, like, I'm not lighting them up for you yet, but like, I'm just preparing you for that. So that was probably five.
five years ago. And then uh, recently, I just keep getting pic a picture of the yellow brick road in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm like, what does that even mean? <laughs> so, and I always look everything up because I have really weird dreams. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like, yeah, so uh, I looked it up and it said yellow brick road is the road to happiness and success. And I had a dream of me driving to Nashville and it was like the closer I got there is this yellow brick road and I was like oh so that actually makes sense <laughs> so what's something you've learned from being at a church for the last eight years and being on on leadership teams and leading us in worship for that amount of time what's something you learned Um, I would say leading anything is hard. <laughs> That's what I've learned. <laughs> but I had, uh, like, just the thought of, like, um, we, we're in downtown Davenport. Sometimes distracting things happen. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> um, one one time recently I was leading worship and someone was doing something very inappropriate distracting in some way and I felt like I was like coming out of worship and I was just singing the song for a second and I felt like God was saying like is it that easy like is it that easy for you to stop worshiping because someone's being distracting or yelling or whatever but like yeah, just I've learned that um, I really, really love worshiping, and I love this church and everything about it, and uh, yeah. So what's something you'd like to encourage the church with today? This is fun doing this with you because, like, these eyes, I read them, you know. I, underst I understand what these eyes mean. <laughs> But um, <laughs> so, what's something that you'd like to encourage us with today? For um, that's good and pleasant. <laughs> what's something you know? Last seven years, eight years of of being here. What's what's an encouraging word for us? I just felt like something that's been good for me over these past whatever years um, is that if I can trust God with a little, I can trust him with a lot. It's like, why is that so different? <laughs> I, remember, yeah, I remember when we started the church, I was 15, 14, know, 14. Some, somewhere around there, <laughs> freshman in high school, and... I was not making any money, obviously. I mean, making some money. But it was like I got a $200 every two weeks paycheck. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to tie $20. And it's like I've just been getting better and better at trusting God with that. And, like, he's just been blessing me and taking care of me. And, it's like, that's been a really big lesson for me, I would say, over that time is, God like 
takes care of me with the small things. Like, do you trust me to step into this? Do you trust me to step into this? And it's just been different roles in life and just saying yes and and blessing that. Amen. Amen. You guys want to put your hands together again? Do you want to, let's just uh, bless her as she goes out and lives out. Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Can you come up here, Ariel? Do you want to come up, baby? You want to come up, Sherry? Colette, you want to come up? You're welcome. So what this means is, um, you know, a blessing to transition well. It looks like um, Ariel's brought us in on this conversation of moving to Nashville for the last two and a half years that we've been walking through this, letting Jacob know, hey, I'm processing this and walking through all of that. And uh, what that does is it, it opens up a door for a pastor. I just want you to know from a a pastoral heart, it opens up this door that I can, I can pray with you. Um, Amy can pray with you. We can, hey, I had a dream for so-and-so, and I saw you in Nashville, and it's like, oh, it's confirmation. Uh, so I just invite you to do that. You know, if, if, you're, if you move or if you're... Um, Somebody reached out to me the other day and said, we're looking at purchasing a house. Would you pray with us? Yes. (laughs) I would love to. Um, So when you transition, bring bring people in on it. And also bring your pastor in on it because there might be a really great safety net that the Lord has. And I don't think that's the right choice. I think you're making this decision out of fear or... Man, the Lord's really just saying, like, I don't think that's the right direction for you. You could save yourself five years of turmoil. So um, as far as we know, every time that we've went to Nashville with Ariel, she's just walked in blessing just constantly. So many doors are opened up to her, and this is totally the Lord. And so it's just so nice to have that confirmation of, like, yeah, I have a church that's supporting me. The leadership of the church is supporting me in this decision. And I'm going. And that doesn't mean that these doors are ever closed again, right? Because, like, when people go, some, you're going to definitely see her, she'll visit. And, um, uh, but we never know what the Lord has. So I just invite you to transition well. Just try it out. It's, it's really good and it's really healthy for the church. And, so, and it's really healthy for us. And so would you guys, uh, what I'd love to do is, like, I would just love to bless her for um, just a heart devoted to serving this church and then also to uh, just bless her for this yellow brick road (laughs) that the Lord has for her. Would you mind just putting your hands forward and just a sign of blessing?